0: Welcome back to Behind the Business Curtain. I am your host, Ryan Hanson, and today we are joined by Justin Carney, the director at Agrandize Global, where they are doing some amazing things for folks that really need help. So I look forward to getting into this and talking about microloans and building a business like that. Let's do it.
1: Justin, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, thanks for having me, Ryan. It's a pleasure.
0: Yeah. I uh, I found a grandize and I was fascinated by what was happening. Um, we'll get into more of it, but my personal connection to it is just I've spent time in developing countries and see the need for agriculture uh, help and all of that. So um, why don't you give us an overview of uh, who you are first and then uh, what you do at a
1: yeah, and then those two really uh, kind of blend in together. So a little bit of um, back backstory on myself and how I got involved in um, agriculture development overseas was um, as a 21-year-old sophomore in college. I took an internship yeah. um, with a team of engineers to northern Iraq, which is, you know, the friendly part of Iraq. But, you know, being 2005, you know, there was still... It was an interesting time. I'll say that. Yeah, I'll bet. And, uh, during that time, there's a lot of challenges in the country as a whole, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I saw things that uh, were coexisting that didn't make sense to me as a farm kid from southeast Kansas. Seeing, you know, really good agriculture land, water resources, uh, you know, good population of people, and yeah. lack of and just almost no agriculture production. So, you know, that, that question of why, why do these things coexist in mm. an agrarian culture, you know, starving people, all that, all the physical assets readily available and knowledge base, how's this happening? Why is this happening? And right. You know, that question really uh, just kind of defined most of the rest of my career, um, you know, trying to, you know, lean into that, and and want you know having a personal desire to, um, you know, take take a approach to poverty and development from uh, you know a, a different perspective, from a business perspective, and and really an economy building perspective.
0: Yeah, amazing. And um, you know, yeah. yeah, go ahead. I was just gonna say, so you you kind of fell into agriculture, or did you know that that's what you wanted to get into?
1: Yeah, I knew I grew up growing up on a farm you know mm-hmm. studying agriculture um, it's a passion of mine it's it's really something that um, I'm truly passionate about and so it was just a, a pretty clear move for me from a career perspective now how do you how do you take your passions and and skill sets and then apply them for uh, you know the greater good yeah um, is is really um what we were, what we seek to accomplish through grandize is, you know, to impact lives through sustainable agriculture development. Okay. Um, So that's, that's uh, foundationally where we are. And, you know, it took a lot of, you know, a lot of um, learning. I mean, we don't, we definitely don't have everything figured out by any means, but we do have a lane that we're, that we're in, that we're seeing some great impact and, and we're, you know, continuing to pursue that, but it's, it's taken a lot, you know, over the course of, you know, fifteen years for me, plus yeah. years um, working internet and in international ag development. Uh, um, you know, a lot of changing strategies, and and come to a place where we feel pretty pretty comfortable uh, with our work with Agrandize, and 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 really excited to share about that with you and, and folks listening.
0: Yeah, fantastic. So, well, let's do just that. Why don't you tell us um, kind of the journey of starting? Well, let's start with what you what Agrandize does currently. So we know the the where we're gonna land, but let's back up after you do that and just talk about like how it started. What are some of those pivots that you're talking about? This is it's a fascinating uh, model, and I, I think folks are gonna like to hear about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think um, where we just jump in um, in our history is um, you know seeing a, a lack of a supply chain. Uh, And that's you know that's where if you don't have an agriculture supply chain, you don't have food security. If your supply chain leaves your community, your country, then uh, you are food vulnerable. So um, you know we we started with just picking various places along the supply chain to start businesses, and um, and you know hoping that you know if we build it, they will come type of a a philosophy, and and quickly learned um, that. You know, if we're going to if we're going to have a real impact here, we're going to have to have a strategy that um, works, puts the whole supply chain together. You know, we call that field to fork. Um, And that's uh, that's that's really where we've come to. But, you know, previously we've you know we started with feed mills. You know, feed is Mm -hmm. a it's a market creator for farmers. Farmers aren't going to grow if they don't have a market. Yeah. So a feed, a feed mill is uh, um you know it's the it's the, it's a huge market creator for the local farmers. Um, but then you know we did that and we ended up realizing that well there's no seed companies here
0: mm.
1: and um so we gotta we gotta figure out how to bring you know seed right. in and Step register one yeah yeah and 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 then we gotta finance that with the farmers because if they don't have you know there's opportunity to make a larger income. But you got to invest more and there's no banking system in a lot of places around the world for farmers to get a yeah. line of credit. So they just are operating off the cash they have in their pocket. And that's a real limiting factor. So, um, you know, one of the things that really kind of changed the way that we look at poverty is, um, and, and how to approach it is one of the, some of the problems that we've discovered are, are not what we had heard growing up or you hear a lot from. Uh, you know, big NGOs trying to address these needs. But, um, you know, it's the way the markets work is, is one of the problems. You know, yeah. you, a lot of poverty really exist in smaller countries that are landlocked and don't have a huge market share. So uh, from a business perspective, if you're developing, let's say, seed genetics here in the U.S., yeah, you, there's uh, IP that's attached to that as well. So you're, you're looking at quite a bit of risk. You see, hey, my genetics could really revolutionize this society, but am I, am I you know, the market share? Can I break even even mm. by bringing my genetics there yeah. and opening them up to that market? And two, can I protect my IP? And without trusted relationships, the answer to that's no. It's usually just a non-starter. Yeah. And those trusted relationships go a, two, or a two-way street. You know, right. countries that always see a, a technology passing over them, if some if it, some lands there, it makes a lot of sense to take advantage of that as much as possible. Of course. because Yeah. We see it a lot. You know, companies leave. They don't stick it out through the hard times in a lot of these places. So and then, you know, companies don't have that trusted relationship on the ground. So that's that's really a big part of what aggrandize is about is we mm-hmm. want to be a trusted partner locally and for investors here. And, um, and that's, that's what we do, uh, as GrandEyes, we have a, a strategy that, um, that works with entrepreneurs from seed to sandwich. Either sometimes we have to build those companies, sometimes yeah. they're there and they just need some capital and some access to some, you know, new technologies. Uh, so that's what we work to provide. Um, so we you know, we're there's a lot of uh, impact investors is 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 what our customers here in the U.S. are. They're yeah. people that make investments, but they they want their investments to have sustainable outcomes. Which is wonderful. they want to
0: have yeah. It's a lot more than just trying to make a buck off of your investment. So
1: yeah, yeah. so that's our that's our clientele, and um and you know they're. So we work with the entrepreneurs on the ground or send entrepreneurs to fill the gap in the supply chain. Okay. You know, work with them to have an investable opportunity. And then, you know, we go out and we have investors that we pitch this to. Okay. And um, and they capitalize it and, you know,
0: off we go. So that's, in a nutshell, the work of aggrandizement. Let's, let's bring that to life for the audience. What's a, what's an example of a current project that you're working on? Like how, how much money are we actually talking about? Cause it surprised me how little can make a huge impact, uh, in some yeah. of the case studies on your site.
1: Yeah. Um, so a good case study would be, um, in central Asia, that project's called the Joseph strategy. Um, and uh, there, it's uh, it's ten companies working together collaboratively okay. but independently
0: like to fill up.
1: Out- um, no, I mean just just collaboratively. Just okay. realizing that for this to work, they you know they need the companies upstream, and they need the companies downstream, okay. and everybody, each one of these companies has that story to tell, and um, uh, and they're you know we're working with each of them. And, um, and that's been a long process to, to see that happen. And, you know, you heard me say food from field to sandwich. Now yeah. we're saying, or from field to fork, now we'd say seed to sandwich because, um, that's the way that the supply chain works. There's a seed company, um, that's, you know, bringing in those genetics, working with national farmers and, you know, getting, you know, providing the, not uh, along with, the seed but just expertise around that too yeah uh, so trained agronomists living there working with them and then you know purchasing is a big is a big um big piece of this yeah. uh, puzzle and, and that's maybe something you'll see on our website the c fund and that's an opportunity for people to invest into that fund we manage it and then what we do with that is we buy uh we lend out working capital to our partners whether they need to buy grain from farmers Right, and that's you know that's around you know one point five million type of deal, growing over time, and uh, we see a pretty big ceiling for that fund. But our, our projects generally, our investment opportunities are um, you know for for new startup companies, quarter million dollars to a million dollars, um, and then uh, but there's opportunities to make an impact at a micro level as well. Yeah. You know, I mentioned earlier that farmers don't have cash. So they, even if you put opportunity right in front of people, if they don't have yeah. the capital to pursue that, then they're just not able to, and the cycle continues. So um, we do have farmers for farmers program. That's a more the nonprofit side of what we do. Okay. Um, there's no margins there. It's just opportunity for someone to partner with a farmer and so we have the assets through the company, the inputs, right? And seed and everything that goes in, you know, raising a crop, it's a, it's an act of faith. You know, you, you, you buy, you know, seed, you invest all this money over a hundred day cycle and it's, you know, in the presence of the, the environment that you're in, whether right. it's going to be too much, not enough, be too hot, you know, there's a, there's a lot of um, circumstances that create a lot of risk for a farmer. Um, so we try to mitigate that, uh, through farmers for farmers where, um, you know, it takes about, uh, $70 for a farmer, uh, to raise an acre of land of, of, you know, soybeans or corn yeah. or a high, a high, a cash crop. And, um, we're able to take that, the, that donated, you know, $70 and not give it to the farmer that usually doesn't work, yeah. but, uh, give, uh, it's a cashless farming opportunity. So give the seed on credit, give inputs on credit. And then when harvest comes, we buy that back. And, and that person who made that $70 donation, it doesn't go away. It's there for next year to recapture it. So their, yeah. their donation can have a long life cycle. And that's a, that's a, you know, a pretty exciting model. Um, and it, you know, speaks to sustainability yep. as well. So.
0: I love it. So you're, you're improve You're tangibly improving lives with your investment, which is an yes. awesome elevator pitch if I do say so myself. Yeah. So, okay. Um, what are some of the barriers or the bottlenecks that you're working through with the grand eyes? I, I expect that international and developing countries have challenges of their own. Actually, I know that that's a fact. <laughs> so why don't we talk about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's uh you know for sure um
1: there are tremendous challenges uh that that are present and in, in in every country that we're operating in um you know if you're following the news on Kazakhstan right now um their government yeah. resigned yesterday and um you know that creates some challenges for the local economy and for businesses in that in that area and part of that was they turned the internet off so uh, Ooh, I did not know that Yeah. You know, there's, there's, that would be an extreme example of challenge. You know, the other, the other, I think one of the biggest ones is um, something I mentioned earlier is that, that trustful relationship that has to exist for, um, you know, tech, the right technology and capital to come into a community and partner with, you know, uh, local business leaders and entrepreneurs. Yeah. It takes a lot of trust and that takes time. Um, to to really um, get through the work. we're we're gonna be here for a while. Um, yeah. you know, get that established and 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 really that we're looking to to make partnerships. So, um, so we upfront to our investors to you know wherever we're going to work to our partners on the ground. We're we're immediately looking for national um, entrepreneurs that can take over these businesses. Yeah, we don't have, I, we don't want to stay long term. We want to help get things started, identify leaders and leave so that, uh, and, and that's a challenge too, but, uh, but that's all, um, you know, how we address that challenge of building trust mm-hmm. is really going on with a partnership perspective and, yeah and, um, being really upfront with that and just committed to, uh, partnering with the local government, with the local, you know, ag university, if there is one or department and, um, you know, making access to. If we if we come in and we can bring a technology and whether that's a piece of equipment or yeah. seed or whatever, uh, we want to make that as available to a lot of people. We believe competition is a good thing and yeah. to growing to grow a community and grow economy.
0: That's perfect. Yep. Yeah. I uh, I definitely hear that and trust and relationship. You're right. There's no easy button. You just have to do it. <laughs> and yeah. Prove it. Yeah. Especially, I would I would think that that's especially hard in countries where they have seen an American businessman show up and leave. And there's like a history of that where rebuilding trust on the shoulders of bad memories is really hard. So yeah. 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 So before we jump into the speed round, um, what is the best way for people to get in touch or to uh, get involved if they're listening to this and they're like, this is what I've been looking for. Obviously, you've got aggrandize.org. um, and that's the website. How how can folks reach out and get a hold of you if they want to get plugged in?
1: Um, you know, email or phone call. Um, either one of those would be a good way to get a hold of me. And cool. um, yeah, I'm not sure we can post that somewhere, but can, I Yeah, it'll all
0: be in the notes.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I- Yeah, if people, folks are looking for, you know, opportunities to make an impact through investing or donating, then, um, yeah, we'd love to
0: have a conversation. Amazing. Very cool. Uh, We are going to jump into the speed round after the cool corny sound. So these are short answers, um, mostly just so folks can get to know you more. Um and learn some lessons from you. So what is one thing that business people and entrepreneurs should stop wasting time doing?
1: Uh, you know, I think um, and this this may be a bad answer, but every every organization and, and leadership team's gotta make their own call. Something that's worked for us is not trying to get to a hundred percent. Um, you know, we we follow the 75-80% rule. If if we get the core things ready and ready to pull the trigger and move forward on, there's always going to be a 20, 25% adjustments down the road. Yeah. So we build that in
0: early. And
1: and if we feel good at 70, 80%, we usually go for it and seems
0: up saving us some time. I like it. Uh, what is one thing that you hate doing, but you have to do anyway? Oh, um,
1: yeah, that, um, Administrative work. You know, I'm I'm uh you know I've I I, I'm not a very detailed person. Um and um that's that's kind of uh, I've I've noticed that about several other entrepreneurs and the people that I tend to like to hang around is that um we don't enjoy the details, but we gotta do it or it doesn't work.
0: (laughs) I feel your pain. (laughs) Loud and clear uh what is how do you take in new information so books audiobooks podcast news you
1: know all the above minus uh probably news i i really enjoy um i i believe that leaders are readers and um so i do a lot of reading um and then also ebooks and i love podcast i i i learn a lot you know if i'm at the gym or any time that i have the opportunity where i'm by myself I've got either audio book on or a podcast, and uh it's a really uh how I love and taking information
0: same here. I just don't like podcasts in conversation they're 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 weird yeah <laughs> all right uh you get an hour with one person dead or alive, who is it um
1: I knew this question was coming and um <laughs> I I there's a there's a there's just so many here. Um and I think I would answer that question differently in different um, different seasons of my life. Yeah. Um but right now, um just I'm I'm really focused on what good leadership looks like and and trying to learn how to become a better leader. And um I would uh, really enjoyed to spend have a conversation with um, Abraham Lincoln on that I, I admire the challenges that he faced and um, yeah. the leadership that he um, showed through that and uh, I would love to pick his brain on that
0: I love it how we've already kind of answered to reach out to you by phone and email if you're on social media is that something you want listed can people find I'm you not. there? I found you on LinkedIn right I'm on LinkedIn. Yeah. 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 LinkedIn would be the best place for sure. I'll put that that down there. But if somebody's got your email, then skip to the chase. Yep. Yes. Go introduce yourself. This is great. Um, Justin, I very much appreciate you coming on the show. Is there anything you want to leave as like parting wisdom for the audience?
1: Um, Yeah. Keep learning. uh, I would say, I mean, keep keep listening to this. I think this, what you're doing is fantastic. You know, you want to, behind the scenes look at, you know, what challenges and opportunities business leaders are facing in this environment. Learn, consume a lot and add, you know, add behind the curtains to your list of things to do,
0: I would say. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for the pitch. I'll pay you later, Venmo. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. All right, folks, that is it. Um, Justin Carney from Agrandize, thank you very much for coming on the show. I appreciate it. And hopefully folks will reach out to you and say, I want to get plugged in. So hey, thanks for having me. Yep. Uh, Folks, that is it for today. I will catch you next time. This episode of Behind the Business Curtain is brought to you by Build Online. Build Online is your one-stop shop for web development and mobile app design, and they're ready to bring your app idea to life. Their process starts with a one-day in-person blueprint meeting where they get clear on your goal and vision for the project, and it ends with an MVP app that's ready to launch and market. Build Online offers you access to a full team of developers and designers, along with a dedicated project manager that will own your vision for the project and give you weekly updates so you're never in the dark. At Build Online, they don't do project-based billing or long-term contracts. You just review the completed work and pay an invoice every two weeks, avoiding the traditional money pit model that may have bitten you in the past. Book a call with me at buildonline.io, and we can figure out a plan to bring your app idea to life.